everybody. So we're so excited today to be here to be talking about the latest animated trailers. Uh, this is Talking Tune. We did the news portion already, so I'll have a link for that in the description. You want to check that out. And But today we're going to be talking about the latest trailers uh, for animated shows and feature films. It's going to be really fun. And I'm Rachel, and I'm joined by Soul is here. Hi, everybody. I'm Soul. And Jonathan is here. Hey, glad to be back. Yeah, so let's dive in. It's going to be fun. Okay, so the first is we got a second teaser for Toy Story 4, mm-hmm. and uh, which was kind of surprising. I thought that, you know, we would just have the one Forky trailer teaser, <laughs> uh, but then we got this other one with Ducky and Bunny. Uh, How creative names. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that are literally uh, Ducky and Bunny in a... In a uh in a music park kind of thing so so what do you think of this okay i didn't dislike it i i thought it was kind of funny i like how it was self-referential like oh who wants a toy story 4 and things like that i did enjoy that i honestly thought they were going to release four teaser trailers because it's like they released the second one pretty like quick after the first one so it's like oh it would be cool if it did four for toy story 4 you know um but again, we didn't see anything pretty much of the story, anything. It's just, you can, I guess, just see the animation and how nice it looks. <laughs> but you don't get anything from the story, which, I mean, I understand since it's a teaser trailer. But yeah. yeah. It's just like a gag trailer, like mm-hmm. the first teaser with the sloth for Zootopia. Like, they didn't really tell you a ton about the story. Right. But, you know, it's just kind of a gag. Do you uh, guys prefer this kind of teaser trailers or like actual ones that tells you story? I think uh, I prefer this kind because it's less spoilery that way. Mm-hmm. Just something to get you excited for the movie. Um, I don't know. I guess it just depends on how well they're executed, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the greatest teaser trailer of all time was the was for Force Awakens, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It was just, it drew you in. It was so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so some of the teasers can be really, really good. In fact, sometimes I prefer teasers over yeah. regular trailers. Trailers uh, these days seem to be too, give away too much. I agree. They can sometimes give away too much. And I'm, I'm not a big person who worries about spoilers, but mm-hmm. I think especially when it's a trailer that you see a lot over and over mm-hmm. and over and over again, then it can just be like, ugh, it can really sour you on a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And did this, like, hype you guys up? Were you like, meh? Because for me, my reaction was like, meh. Like, that, it was the same day. Well, maybe it was just in the first teaser trailer, but, like, it came out the same time the Pikachu one, uh, the Pokemon one happened, and, like, that one blew up way more, and I was so shocked by it, because, like, I'm like, Toy Story is one of the most famous franchises of all time, and I was surprised that, like, this Pokemon one got way more views. Was, top trending. Yeah, I was kind of thinking... This one came out like the day after the first one, and the first one and the Pokemon trailer came out on the same day. Like this, the day we yeah. recorded the last episode was when those two were released. So then yeah. this one came out the very next day, and I was like, "Did they release this second one because the Pokemon trailer kind of?" Oh my god! <laughs> because that's what it seemed like to me. Because after the Pokemon trailer was released, nobody was talking about Toy Story 4. I was like, I wonder if they did this to just try and build up the hype that was lost. Yeah, I expected so much hype. Like, you know, when you get the teaser trailer for um, Beauty and the Beast, people were like going nuts about it. And it's like, it was everywhere. And like, 
I went through my Facebook and almost no one shared it. Um, even this, I saw some people, maybe the first one, but almost no one, the second one. And I don't know, like, I don't know if you guys have talked about this, but I am not hyped about the fourth film because I think the third one finished so well. And I'm like, what else can they talk about? But it's like, they have a good history, this franchise at least of doing better than their last film personally. That's how I feel. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm not hyped necessarily, but I was like intrigued. And it's like, they keep mentioning how this is going to be like Avengers Infinity War and how Tom Hanks could not like, and Tim Allen couldn't finish their lines. He was so emotional. It's like, people are getting concerned also about that. It's like, is Woody going to get killed? Do you guys think <laughs> Woody's going to get killed? Well, we just know that it's going to be very, very emotional. Um, I don't know. I actually, my favorite is still the first one. So I guess I'm just weird that way. Everyone has their own like favorite. So, but I like them all. I think they're all Mm -hmm. great. And I, I guess I'm open to it maybe more than some, because I actually think that the two shorts that they've done, the, uh, the tale of terror and the, uh, Mm -hmm. the Christmas one, I like both of those. It makes me feel like there's more story here. There's more story too. And so I, I don't know. I didn't love Forky, so I guess I prefer this one over Forky. Forky was just so odd to me. It was just strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure it'll work out great in the actual movie, but I don't know. I was just kind of like, what is this? Uh, and so I guess I prefer this one. We'll see. I'm open to it. I definitely will be frustrated if they do skunk their legacy, but yeah, I don't know. I, I feel I trust them. I, I trust them, so we'll see. Uh, all right. So our next trailer was uh, for Young Justice season three. This is a series that went off the air, right? And they're bringing yeah. it back. Yeah. back. Right? I think the last episode aired in 2012 and it was canceled, which I think we talked about before. It was like everyone was in an uproar because it was legitimately very popular. Mm-hmm. But the toy sales were what tanked it because they weren't making enough money from toys. So they canceled the series. What? Yeah, like everyone was really mad because this was a very popular show. Like it was one of the biggest things, at least in the realm of the internet that I was looking at at the time. It was huge. And then they canceled it on a cliffhanger and it has no news for years. Like people were petitioning for it to be brought back. But then DC wanted to start this streaming service and that ultimately I think is what saved it. And they decided that since everybody wants Young Justice to be brought back, we're going to bring it back to sell our new streaming service. Yeah. And I think that that is a really smart move because it's literally the reason that I'm eventually going to sign up for the DC streaming service is because of this show. I'm not going to do it right away. I'll wait till they have a few episodes out. Mm-hmm. But it is the only reason I'm signing up for that, that service. So I guess they're doing something right in that regard. Yeah, it looks solid. It looks perfectly fine to me. Yeah. I mean, I have no experience with it, but it look, did you like the trailer? Yeah, I'm excited that they're continuing the threads that they left off because there were rumors that they were going to be starting a whole different story mm-hmm. and not picking uh-huh. up the cliffhanger left off. But there was a like a mini teaser like a week ago that it showed the planet Apocalypse, which is where the cliffhanger left off last time. So you know they're picking uh-huh. up the thread. And then the trailer this time was more focused on the metahuman trafficking storyline that had been started in the last season. So they're picking up where they left off and I'm excited to see that. Cool. Yeah. Do do they get all the um, same voice casts as far as you know? As far as I know, because back when there was 
when the show had been canceled, all the voice actors were online supporting the petitions to bring it back, saying that they wanted to come back because they loved doing the show. Cool. Good. All right. Well, we had an international trailer for Wonder Park, and I thought this trailer made it look a lot better, in my opinion, than oh, the, than the Amer- yeah, than the domestic trailers, because you got an idea of this is her imagination. Yeah. This is something she created, and all of a sudden, she's like inside that world, and uh, you know, then the world's being threatened and all that stuff. I and it's also about her growing up. I thought that it looked a lot more intriguing to me. Yeah, the first trailer when it came out, I was rolling my eyes through. Yeah, the I was so confused. <laughs> it looks so dumb. It, a girl finds <laughs> an amusement park in the forest, and it's magical for some reason. And there's all these talking animals. Like, what? What is this? This is mm-hmm. this is the, the most generic, uninspired story <laughs> I've ever seen. Just <laughs> tropes together. But then this trailer comes out, and you've realized that this stuff that she'd imagined, I think, with her. Right. So I, this made it 100% more intriguing to me. I'm, not, I'm still not, like, hyped for it, but right. I'm at least will, willing to give it a chance when before I was like, I'm not even going to bother with this. I probably won't even watch it when it comes out on video. This made it look a lot better. Yeah, I really like the color and kind of the sign of it. The other thing I just find weird, just in general, they have this in the nut job too. When they have animals in a weird color, you know, like the nut job have like a purple squirrel and this yeah. one like a, a blue bear. I get it's like imagination, but like I just find it <laughs> weird. And Yeah, there's definitely true. some weird choices in this that are still kind of too, I don't know, kid-friendly, like made-for-kids looking. Uh but on the whole the trailer looks way better than the last one did so okay great well we had a teaser i guess or is it a full trailer uh, for uh, the secret life of pets this is called the chloe trailer but it's really more of a teaser it's just a little thing um and i don't know this i really actually liked chloe in the last movie uh chloe and the uh i think was it gidget was the, the little dog uh that i liked them quite a bit they were probably my favorite characters in the movie um but i don't know this trailer didn't do a whole lot for me it wasn't particularly funny for me um, it's like oh sorry go ahead, go ahead no it just didn't it just didn't make me laugh so i mm-hmm. feel like it kind of failed for me it's like i really disliked the first secret life of pets like a lot uh-huh. i really disliked it so it's like first of all i'm not high for it. it's just like maybe you know we'll see in this trailer the story gets more interesting but I don't know, maybe since I don't own a cat, I didn't relate to the humor to it. I'm not a cat person. So I was like, mm. I, I did find the animation okay-ish, but again, didn't make me hyped at all. I, for example, I did like from the first trailers of the first movie when they had the poodle, like, uh, listen to like <laughs> metal music and stuff like that. I really enjoyed that. In this one, there wasn't any moment that made me laugh. So I agree with yeah, you. Mm-hmm. It's the story of illumination and animation is they make okay-ish. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what they do. So yeah. this, uh, I, I, I think the first trailer for this movie, the Max trailer, was way better than this trailer. I laughed at the Max trailer. I don't think I laughed at this one. It was like relatable as a cat owner. Like I don't know a cat now, but I have in the past. So I mean I like these characters, but the movie is one of those that it's fine. It's not one of my favorite movies, but I think it's definitely one of Illumination's better films. But I mean, that bar is <laughs> kind of low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part, 
I mean, I, this didn't turn me off to the movie. I'm already planning on seeing it because I did like the first one. I didn't absolutely love it, but I liked it well enough to watch it more than once. So this is fine. But the first trailer I thought did a better job at making me laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. I have a special place in my heart for Secret Life of Pets because it was the first time I was on Rotoscopers podcast Aww. and kind of got me, uh, really encouraged me to to start podcasting more. And uh, so I kind of, I think I like it more than most. Uh, I And it was, I'll never forget the little girl that just was like moving up and down the stairs the whole time because she was not engaged at all. Uh, and, and she, she just sat next to me finally and she just started talking to me. She's like, I was like, hi, how's it going? Like, like a stranger? I, yeah. Just a stranger's kid. Like I, obviously I wasn't that immersed in the movie, so I didn't care, but, uh, otherwise I would have been irritated. But, uh, but anyway, it was just a funny memory. I've never had that happen with a kid in <laughs> she just sat right because i was on the i always sit on the, the aisle because i need to get out mm-hmm. and uh in the theater so she just sat next to me on the stairs and just was like so yeah i can't remember what she said <laughs> she's just talking away <laughs> like okay there we go uh <laughs> apparently her parents never taught her stranger danger <laughs> yeah i guess not yeah she's lucky that i'm nice uh so anyway <laughs> <laughs> uh that's funny so all right so then we had uh we have the anime film with a very strange name the <laughs> i want to eat your pancreas <laughs> lovely and, uh, this is based on a uh, i'm not sure if it's an anime series or uh, just a manga but anyway it's, it's a book uh it's very popular in uh in japan and my friend who's kind of keeps me up to date on all things anime had talked to me about this a bunch of times he's really excited about it and i guess it's actually supposed to be quite sweet and quite lovely it's kind of a fault in our stars sort of story that's kind of Um, the vibe i was getting yeah yeah so So i didn't i didn't know what to make of the title but i was looking through (laughs) the comments on the trailer and someone said that in japan when someone says when someone has an illness like a apparently a nice caring thing to say to them is i want to eat your and then whatever the thing is that is ill in this case oh interesting and it's their way of wishing that their disease would go away so knowing that the title makes so much more sense yeah because when i first saw the title i thought what is this a zombie movie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, then i watched yeah. the trailer i was so confused i started going through the comments and i saw that and i was like oh that makes so much more sense yeah but it's not something that we in america would know because that's not like a culture right that we have yeah i mean it's, it's, it's uh, this is i want to get your pancreas beautifully explores the relationship between the terminally ill sakura and the unnamed protagonist me as they embark on an emotional journey during an unforgettable spring as the two opposites try to learn to find happiness they turn in turn discover the true meaning of compassion so i mean i'm definitely going to see it Mm -hmm. uh it's going to be a fathom event screening in february i'll definitely go see it Uh, the animation looks beautiful and I've heard enough good things from my anime friends that I'll check it out. Yeah, I, I'm going to try and see it. If it comes to a theater near me, I'll, I'll definitely see it. Yeah. All right. So we got, I guess the, I guess the 
previous trailers for Dumbo have been just teasers. This is yeah. the first official yeah. trailer. I mean, they were kind of long teasers, the other one. Yeah, that's really surprising to me. Um, but I don't know. What did you think? Uh, what do you think, Sol? I, okay. So this is the thing. I'm hyped for this one because out of all the live action ones, I'm actually the most excited about this one. Uh-huh. Why? Well, because <laughs> I think the good thing about taking a, a remake is having an original film, which is not originally great. I mean, this is my opinion. Some people might love Dumbo, but I never was a true fan of the story. I felt it was a bit too simple, this and that. Growing up, was just eh. And there's some controversial stuff nowadays in it. And so I like when they take a film like that and maybe improve it. That's what happened to me when I watched the Jungle Book one. I didn't like the Jungle Book growing up that much. And I felt like the live action gave me more plot details of course there were things i did not like of the live action but i appreciated a lot of the risk and new creepiness and 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 danger feeling it gave us i I like that a lot when they change it so for example the lion king that we'll talk about in later i don't think necessarily needs a remake because the original one is so beautiful Mm -hmm. perfect but this one dumbo i think it has potential and I, when I heard Tim Burton was going to direct it, I was like, mm, I'm personally not a huge fan of his aesthetic. I know a lot of people love it, but I was like, ah, he's going to make this cute elephant look so creepy. And I'm so surprised by this trailer and the previous ones because it looks, yes, it, it's a, there's not like a lot of saturation, all this stuff, but it definitely doesn't look like Alice in Wonderland or like Nightmare Before Christmas. It definitely doesn't look creepy at all. It looks very charming. And I really like that. I'm very surprised by that. And my favorite animal is the elephant. So Dumbo, I think it was designed perfectly. And I think it just has a wonderful cast. Um, I'm talking too much. You guys talk. <laughs> no, that's great. Uh, so I, I do think it's a good trailer. I do. And it definitely intrigues me. And I look forward to seeing it. I, I'm just still nervous about Tim, Tim Burton. I mean, Tim Burton hasn't made a live action movie that I've liked in over a decade. And... I just, his last movie I thought had potential and looked interesting Mm -hmm. was Peregrine's and I even read the book and I thought it was so boring I wanted to die. (laughs) And so I am just hopeful that this will be good. I think it is going to be a very loose adaptation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it doesn't have the the rat anymore, does it? Now it has like the the little girl helping him. I thought that they had a mouse in the trailer, in the cage in the trailer. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be like I don't a think it's going to be a character. Um, I think it's going to be a super, super loose adaptation. I mean, cause yeah. none of the humans really talk Which, in, that's, that's uh, in Dumbo. Me. When they make these remakes, the live-action remakes, I want something new. And I'd rather mm-hmm. it be a loose adaptation because it's like, I don't want to get into The Lion King too much yet because we're going to talk about it later, but... I don't want a carbon copy of the animated film. Like mm-hmm. Pete's Dragon was one of their best live yeah, for sure. because they didn't take almost anything from the story. They took like the basic idea and fleshed it out into a completely different story. And I liked that. Mm-hmm. And I, I like it when they put a completely different twist on it instead of remaking the entire thing, except live action. And I say live action with air quotes because <laughs> for the yeah. most part, these are not live action yeah i agree with you i think that going in a different direction is the smarter move i think you have to go you really have to go for it yeah uh, because for me like something like maleficent kind of halved it 
you know like it claimed it was doing something different but then it had these scenes that were like right out of uh out of the original movie but then they did it they changed things and changed mm-hmm. characters and so then it was like it pissed me off at least because then it's like if they just done something totally different then i would have been fine but they didn't they made it look exactly like the blessing scene and yet they totally changed it the characters and mm-hmm. so then i got really mad and uh so you got to go all the way <laughs> which they did for Pete's dragon i mean it's basically only the the character names yeah, exactly is the only similarities and so i think for cinderella is a little bit different because it was more just making a new adaptation of cinderella right. you know mm-hmm. and about every four or five years we get some kind of adaptation of cinderella whether it's a modern take or a you it's know ever after so, or whatever it's so tricky though because like i feel like for example Beauty and the beast the live action which I like some things, I didn't like some other things, but a lot of people were mad that they changed stuff, and a lot of people were mad that it was a copy. Like, they kind of did half and half. They halved it, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then you have the Mulan live action coming, and, like, they're not having songs, apparently, they don't having yeah. Mushu, like, all this stuff, they don't have Shang, and people are pissed and, like, really, really mad. So it's like, what do audiences really want? I'm very confused because when it's a copy, people get mad. When it's uh, different, people get mad. I personally yeah. love Maleficent. So it's very hard for them to, I feel like, understand the formula because it's so weird. Well, um, it is tricky. Uh, I hated Maleficent with a passion. <laughs> I thought it was just awful. But, um, but so I can only speak for myself that mm-hmm. I, you know, it just depends on the movie, how they execute it. And if right. they execute it well, then I kind of like it. Uh, I mean, I would have been more fine with Beauty and the Beast if they had gotten good singers. And the fact <laughs> that the singer sucked, really, I just couldn't get over it. I couldn't deal with it. Mm-hmm. I, I could have forgiven so much if they had had good singers. So it just depends for me what, what they're doing as far as what do audiences want. They figured it out. I mean, what they're doing is what audiences want. I mean, they're making right. a lot of money, billion dollars. I mean, so yeah. keep doing what you're doing, Disney, as far as, <laughs> as far as audiences, but as far as what I want, you know, it's a little bit different a question, but, uh, but yeah, the Dumbo, it, it, it's not really I, I would be pretty high on it if it wasn't for tim burton i just he hasn't made a movie i've liked in so long uh-huh. and i'm just very skeptical i i just feel like cgi and adapting other people's ideas have really just sapped all of the creative energy out of him and personally like i said i haven't liked a movie of his since for over a decade except for frankenweenie so big fish a lot of people are comparing it to one of his first films that also took place like in the circus or something like that yeah i've never seen it but like a lot of people enjoyed it so big fish I think yeah. it was 2003, though, so it's more than a decade. But it, it's pretty good. It's decent. So the last movie of his that I liked was Sweeney Todd, mm-hmm. which technically is an adaptation as well, so is Big Fish. But I don't know, just so long he's just been doing these clunkers that are just... Yeah. Like, his Planet of the Apes was terrible. I hated his Alice in Wonderland, personally. Mm-hmm. I didn't like uh, Miss Peregrine's. I don't know. It was just a long list. Of his Definitely movies. his name has, you know, before it's like, ooh, a Tim Burton film. And now it's yeah. like, oh, a Tim Burton film. <laughs> I used to just be so excited whenever whenever I heard his name. But for me, at least, that's my thoughts. I, I'm, I, I like the trailer. I think it looks good. I like the direction they're going with it. But I'm just nervous about Tim Burton. I agree. 
Okay. So let's talk about the sneak peek of Mary Poppins that we got. Uh, Mary Poppins Returns, excuse me. Mary Poppins Returns. Uh, we got a little bit more sort of about the dad's story and some of the struggles. And we, we hadn't really, we just seen a bunch of montage. We hadn't really gotten what the plot is going to be as much right. as this. So what do you guys think? I am super excited. This, this looks beyond what I imagined. This looks so good. Yeah. Like I was willing to see it and I wasn't like super hyped, but this looks like, this looks like something that could have been made back when Walt Disney was alive. Like even the songs sound like something he would have done. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, it has modern updated graphics, but it still feels like classic 1960s Disney. And the fact that they have the 2D animation in parts of it is just the cherry on top. It just looks so good. Yeah, because they could have done all those, like, because you see some sequences where they use CGI, like the one with the dolphins and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But I'm so glad they uh, brought back the 2D. It gave it that kind of, like, you're back home. It it just feels familiar and nostalgic. And But it's done also in in a... you know, it's not just a copy from the original one. It's like a little bit different. Uh, it's a little bit more style, different color palette. And I like that. I'm actually excited about this film a lot. Um, I've been hearing great reviews about it. The only mm-hmm. thing I'm not super sold yet, I've seen some clips released from the movie and I do like Emily Blunt, but I feel like she's doing Mary Poppins a little bit like, um, I don't want to curse in this podcast, Um, a little not nice let's just say like a bit like <laughs> i'm better than everyone else and i understand that's mary poppins but i just i feel like it's maybe a little too much too much yeah where i'm like mm, i don't know if i like her well mary poppins has always been a character who's sort of like slightly full of herself right she, she thinks she knows better than everyone else and then i guess in the for the most part she kind of does but that's kind of part of her character so i didn't really mm-hmm. have a problem with that yeah, I'm fine with that. I, I'm really excited about this. I think it looks great. I'm actually going to get to see it on Thursday. Huh? No way. Huh? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I am really excited. I just think it looks great. I mean, everything that they've done, I think the songs are going to be great. I think the singing is actually going to be good, uh, yeah. which is important to me in these movies. Yeah, um, no, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, I'm on board. I think it was such a good idea to do – a sequel rather than a remake because like there's no way they could yes, ever yes, exactly. remake the original one so i'm so glad they just you know continue the story you know there's new yeah. characters and yeah. i well, like Mary how Poppins is a book series so they have yeah. plenty they could draw from yeah yeah from what i heard the um director kind of read the seven books and kind of picked some little things from each book which i think is very creative and also staying true to the original source i think it's very important um but yeah, I'm, I'm the, the thing I'm most nervous, I think, is the music, um, because I know I love Lin-Manuel Miranda, but the thing is, he's known for rapping, and I don't know if it's going to fit the time period, if they want to try to make it edgy, and it's like, mm, I don't know if that's going to fit. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm a little hesitant, but besides that, I'm super looking forward to it. Please let us know when you go watch the film. If I will. <laughs> <laughs> Without spoilers, of course, but... Yeah, well, I think that actually... I don't think there'll be any hip-hop in the movie because even something like Hamilton does have the 
standard Broadway songs mixed in with the hip hop. It's not all. I read on this magazine, I got the entertainment magazine, and I think Emily Vaughn, or I don't know who exactly was talking about Lin Manuel Miranda rapping on set. And I don't know if maybe it was during a scene or maybe while they were taking a break or something, but that Uh, got me a little bit concerned. Okay. Well, I would be surprised if that's the case, but who knows? It could be. Yeah, we'll see. But, uh, um, but yeah, because he I mean, he didn't have any rapping in. I guess there's a tiny bit of hip hop in your welcome, but there wasn't mm-hmm. really really any in in uh, Moana. But yeah. um, you know, we'll see. I, I I but I'm a convert. I'm fully swayed. I'm hyped. I'm excited. I have uh, a question. What are y'all's favorite moment from this trailer? I think mine still is the one where she gets in the bathtub and disappears. I think that's so oh, cool. Man, that's pretty fun. I, I yeah. think that might be mine too. I loved that little scene even though I have no context for what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks so good. Well, and I liked that little scene where you see uh, the whole group uh, dance, uh, dancing and singing down the street. Oh, I mm-hmm. love that. Yes. I would, that looks really fun. Yeah, we'll see how it is. Then we have a new trailer for the Lego Movie 2. And this looked very similar to me to the other trailer, but I guess you get a little bit more about this uh, space character uh and i don't know this looks i'm excited i think it looks good yeah I don't know, it, I'm, say, but it looks pretty good i'm really excited for this partially because i really like the lego movie and yeah, so i've even though they're not as good i've liked the sequels as well even mm-hmm. the ones that people have said they really don't like mm-hmm. like but this one the lego movie the proper lego movie had such an interesting twist on the formula like that this is the children's imaginations Mm -hmm. so i'm sure that that's going to play into this one too and i really like that the i don't know if they're villains or what the the characters who are invading they're all from lego's quote-unquote girl sets Mm -hmm. so i love that they're doing a twist and having these what they usually have like little doll sets like they have like a, a not barbie's dream house but like it's something similar and uh-huh. having those characters come in as these science fiction outer space characters and i think that's such a good twist and i'm 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 wondering how that's going to play into the real world thing i have a feeling that it's going to be something about the boy and his sister like uh, yeah i think so his stuff or maybe he's taking her girl legos and turning them into monsters and spaceships and stuff i just i think that's such a good twist and i'm really excited to see how that plays out just and beyond that just the humor is just it's so good it's so funny i i love that little baby voiced star (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) for me to hear that because like I know I'm the minority, but like I personally don't like the humors of the Lego movies. Um, I know they're, I don't know, it's just my culture. We have a different humor than American humor. So I think the Lego movie really represents the American humor a lot. So I'm not going to say, oh, the film is bad. It's just I don't think I'm the target audience for it. But I do really admire the wonderful animation because like what they do is like, is it stop motion? Is it CGI? It's such a creative thing. And I'm not, I think it's very hard to do. I actually did enjoy the Lego Ninjago one. Hated the Batman one. But am I hyped for this? No. But you know, I'm, 
they're making a lot of money out of it. And I'm like, you go. I mean, <laughs> a lot of people love the first one. Like you said, Jonathan, I did really like the twist at the end of the kid playing and like the glue and everything. That was super creative. And I did really appreciate that. So I hope we see more of that in this film, which I think is going to yeah. be really cool. Yeah. yeah, I loved the original. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it had such unexpected heart to it with this boy trying to explain his world and imagination to his to his father. And I thought that was really great and just beautiful animation. I liked Lego Batman. I thought it was funny and I thought it was very clever and I enjoyed it. Uh it wasn't as good as the original mm -hmm. in my opinion because i thought that it just took a few shortcuts that the other one didn't I had a part that was a little boring for me yeah but i still really I, I did like it and the ninjago i didn't like it all i thought it was very boring and mm -hmm. i thought the, the screenplay was lacking yeah uh in uh in the characters in the story it just didn't do it for me. The only part I really liked in Ninjago was the cat. I thought the cat was pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah, it looks really good. It looks super bright and colorful and creative. And I think it'll, I think it'll be good. I think Rachel, I like it. just realized that everything you like, I hate and everything I hate you, Bob. <laughs> 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 Which, I mean, I think it makes a good dynamic, you know? Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that's, I'm sure that's not actually true, but you know, they're, that's what's fun is that people yeah, have for sure. different experiences. Um, so yeah, we'll see how it goes, but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm definitely excited. So, all right. Then we have the Lion King teaser trailer came out. And honestly, my reaction to this was meh. Oh my <laughs> it didn't God, make me mad. Yeah. It didn't make me mad. Like the Aladdin trailer, which I just mm -hmm. thought looked cheap and terrible. But this just looked, Eh, it was exactly what I thought it was going to look like, mm -hmm. and it was exactly a like shot, basically shot for shot recreation of the original scene, which I don't really need in my life, but right. other people will like it, and so there you go, and I'm sure it'll be fine. I have I, so much to talk about this one. <laughs> meh. I just give it a big meh. No, for me, okay. I personally would have loved this live action way more if it was actually with people and if it was like african tribes kind of mixing it up like with the broadway show or something like that Ooh, that to me would have been way cooler now this is the thing for me when you watch the original movie and you see little simba singing i just can't wait to be king uh -huh. you're seeing a cartoon lion dancing and singing you're like it makes sense because it's super cartoony but now, if we see a super realistic lion dancing around and singing, it's going to be weird. I'm just... And then I think they did... This is the same guy who directed um, The Jungle Book. I disliked so much what they did with that movie with the music. I think it, they brought these iconic songs from the original movie and made them horrible, like lazy. And I really dislike what they did with those. And so I'm like very concerned about it since it's the same guy. And I don't know. It's like, I, I think it's going to be very weird to see this realistic animal singing, can't you feel the love tonight? I don't know. It's just going to be like, is this animal planet? I don't know. And then like getting rid of be prepared, which I'm just like, that's one of the most, I mean, I'm all here for change. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like those people. It's like, I get offended by everything. No. But out of all the songs they have, I'm really surprised that the one they got rid of was be prepared i hope that if they're getting rid of that at least they give us something to compensate it and the last thing i'm gonna say is um 
the animation for me, at least Little Simba, looked very like CGI. Like like some of the animals that were bowing looked like real animals. But then I saw the the baby Simba and I was like, that looks nothing like a baby lion. Maybe that's just me. It felt very off. And well, like I think there were no the, colors also. <laughs> I think that they will polish it. I think that they will make it look even better. I do. But and I I I have no problem with them getting rid of be prepared. Just make it interesting in its own thing mm-hmm. but just as far as this trailer i'm just like yeah i agree with you about the music and jungle book it felt very wedged in it didn't work for me a lot of other things in that movie did work for me but that yeah. didn't so you know we'll see i i feel like some of the stuff that in the movie when it's real looking animals will be pretty disturbing like it's already yeah. disturbing in the animated but when you see Mufasa get trampled by mm-hmm. you know wildebeest that's gonna be pretty like shocking yeah and so I don't know that's gonna be an interesting thing to see how that works <laughs> I was just kind of mad on the trailer it was exactly what I thought it was gonna be and whereas like the Aladdin one looked actively worse than I yeah, thought oh, for sure for sure because so, it just looked so video game-ish to me what is with the lack of colors I do not understand like John yeah. Favreau doesn't like colors apparently like Jungle Book supposed to be like in India a place full of colors and then you have this one it's like I felt very like can you put the saturation level a little bit higher please it just feels so dull I don't know what what yeah. is it is it a trend I personally that really annoys me but I don't know if other people yeah. care about that what, what do you think Jonathan yeah I'm, I feel kind of meh on the trailer, too. I have no real connection to the original. Mm-hmm. It was one of those movies that we weren't allowed to watch when I was a kid. So we watched it one time. So I, haven't, I have no real attachment to the mm-hmm. original. If they were doing something totally different, maybe I'd be more on board. But this just looks like a carbon copy of the original, from what I remember. And mm-hmm. especially since I've seen like people doing side-by-side pictures of yeah. things. Like... I mean, I, I'm planning to watch the original again, like, I'm a grown-up. They can't tell me what I can and can't watch anymore. <laughs> so I, I do want to see it again, and I know from what I've heard that it is basically a masterpiece. And mm-hmm. from what I remember, it looks good, and the pictures I've seen, it looks like an amazing animated film. So I don't see a real need to redo this one in live action unless they were going to do something totally different. But this just looks like a very boring carbon copy of the original, and it seems like completely unnecessary to me. So, Which really surprised me because, like the other, for example, Beauty and the Beast, it is very similar to the original one. But like, you have shots that are very different from the original one. This one is like literally same angle, same shot. It's like I don't know if they did it just for the trailer, if it's going to be like that throughout the film. What do you think? I I don't know. I feel like they probably made this trailer to cater to the audiences of the original. Right. Because as much as it annoys me, there is a stigma against animation for adults. So mm-hmm. they're they're playing on people's nostalgia and the people who have who can probably consider themselves to be too grown up to watch a cartoon will right. go crazy for this, which mm-hmm. is sad. But that's what they're going for. And I think in that regard, the trailer is very successful. But for me, I just don't care. So yeah. Well, and it got 225 million views in 24 uh, hours. So again, yeah, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I, I understand that it is a beloved film, but for it to be a record-breaking trailer, I'm, I'm just wondering how well is this going to do on opening day? 
Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is going to be one of the biggest movies of next year, and that's kind of shocking to me as someone who doesn't really care. Like, there's so many yeah. other movies that I would see before I saw this one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to see, uh, but some interesting groups of trailers. Uh, and um, so thanks so much for coming and talking about these trailers with, it, with me. I really appreciate it. Thank yeah, you so much. And so, uh, Jonathan, how can people find you? You can find me at John J. North on most social media and <laughs> on YouTube, iHeart Animation. Great. And so where can people find you? They can find me in Animation Geek on YouTube. I actually did my last video is a review with Jonathan about Disney's The Nutcracker. If you want to go check great. that out. Awesome. Okay, great. Yeah, and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. So check that out. And uh, if you can give us a review on iTunes, it really helps the podcast. So thanks so much, you guys. And uh, we will uh, talk again soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.